On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's off-track betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Performance Anxiety Podcast. I'm your host, Mark. We are proud members of Pantheon Podcast Network. And before we get started with this episode, I want to thank our sponsor, AKG, for sending us their podcast for Essentials Kit. The Lira mic and headphones that come in the kit are amazing. They're the best way to start your own podcast if that's something you ever thought about doing. Brent Holmes moved from Dublin, Ireland to Los Angeles, California to start an Irish band called The Young Dubliners. They play a great combination of rock and traditional Irish music. In fact, Bren tells me how he gets a royalty check for a song that's 400 years old. But after 28 years of grueling touring with the band, Bren called it a career. That is until he started finishing music that he'd been writing for years. He got together with some friends and recorded his first solo album, Everything You Never Wanted. Give him a follow at Bren Holmes Music on Instagram and check out the album wherever you get new music. Follow us at Performance ANX on the socials. We love coffee from ko-fi.com slash performance anxiety. Our merch is at performanceanx.threadless.com. So grab a drink and let's get started. Bren Holmes on Performance Anxiety, part of the Pantheon Podcast Network. What is, oh look, uh, the name of the show again is what, what anxiety again is performance anxiety. They just want to say, hey, hey, this is Bren Holmes. You're listening to the Performance Anxiety Podcast. I have a new album coming out. Actually, it's my new album. Wait a minute. Hi, this is Brent Holmes, and you're listening to the... See? Hi. Hi, this is Brent Holmes, and you're listening to the Performance Anxiety Podcast. (laughs) I have my first solo album ever coming out on September 17th of this year. You'll find it on all your favorite streaming services like iTunes, Spotify, Pandora. Rush out to get this. Don't walk. Thank you. Is that all you wanted? Is that me? <laughs> wow. Okay. Say so we're off the air now, are we? <laughs> Let me know when you're rolling or whatever. Oh, I'm I'm already uh, going. We so. to, oh, we are. Oh, yeah. So, so act respectfully. No. Don't use bad language. No, this is a podcast. <laughs> you can do whatever the hell you want. I know that. I, so. know that. <laughs> I do the Neil Young approach where I just record from the beginning. Oh, that's right. I've been listening. Yes, I listened to the podcast. I've noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> like, please take that out. Please. Yeah. I might edit I think this I out. Said about my, the thing I said about my mother, I didn't mean it. <laughs> I usually grab a little drink for this, so I'm oh. doing something a little, little interesting. I've got, I don't know if you have it. Oh, water. 
Oh. I've got to work. I've got to do a photo shoot. Oh, I'm actually so, working to, and they upped the time by an hour too. too. So, really? Yeah. Totally screwed me. Oh my yeah. gosh. So we got to be fast then. <laughs> get out faster. All right. I'll, I'll talk to you fast. And you some, real fast then we'll yeah, down I see you. Uh, I see you holding up there. Some vitamin G there. Yes. Nice. This is, I don't know. Have you tried this? This is it's Guinness. I don't, I, I don't oh, know the nitro <laughs> coffee. No, I haven't tried it yet. No, 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 It's no. not bad. How is it? Is there it, a lot of caffeine in it? <laughs> Getting you know, drunk and close. Yeah, the caffeine kind of counteracts the alcohol, I'm hoping. We'll see. If I if I nod off during this Are you going to have one? Oh, you yeah. going to have one during the interview? Oh, oh hell yeah. Well, I wish I could join you. Uh, well, I'll have one after, after when I would get, yeah, there get you done working tonight. Whoa. Look at that. Mother's it milk. It spilled a little bit. I got to lick it up. It's a <laughs> Mother's cr- milk. Yeah. <laughs> it's a crime to let this go to waste. It is, yes. Oh, man. So if, if you hear, a, if I duck out of frame and you hear a slurp, you know what happened. That's quite all right. So, um, oh, the paper towels. Look at that. There you go. My wife knows me. <laughs> Sloppy drunk. I'll tell you a real f- of, of interesting Guinness story, which, which was crazy. I had no idea. This, yes, I, sir. I work with a lady from Liberia. And, okay. Uh, she she got really sick as a kid and uh she couldn't keep anything down couldn't eat or drink anything and mm-hmm. the doctor told her mom give her guinness and she drank the guinness, and it, literally the guinness kept her alive for for a couple of weeks while her, her whatever whatever the issue was going through <laughs> her Went through got, her. Got her through the got her through the ailment. It did. It did. So God, <laughs> and you used to have a drink. God bless Guinness. Yeah. Well, they used to years ago. They used to give you a. They used to give you a pint of Guinness after you donated blood. I don't know if they still oh. do it, but they used to give you a free pint damn after it. you gave gave blood. Yeah. I'm going to talk to the Red Cross and, about that because I just get a damn cookie. Uh, <laughs> I know. Good luck with that over here. Fuck a cookie. But also in our. And uh, after you had after you have childbirth, they give the mother a, a bottle of Guinness or a Guinness too, because there's lots of iron in it. It's all natural. Oh, low in calories. I gotta go home. Yeah. That noise is my chair. By the way, you might hear it squeaking now and again. I, I don't will... have bad gas or anything like there's... that. <laughs> I'm gonna For edit that. Out there. I'm gonna edit the don't out of there. <laughs> it's... Gotcha. <laughs> well, thanks for having me on the podcast. Oh, Appreciate it. man. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I, I've I've loved the music for, gosh, forever. It's been, uh, I, I my uncle introduced me to the Young Dubliners, and uh, okay, my cousin went to Trinity College, and uh, oh wow, well, yeah, yeah. So he got a chance to see a whole bunch of people playing live, and and uh, he got my uncle really into in, into Irish music, and one of the bands he introduced me to through that was Young Dubliners. Over here, so, <laughs> so I I loved Breathe. I thought that that was an incredible album. But oh wow, our second album was our first our first full length album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. that the version you guys do of Follow Me Up to Carlo it, to me is the greatest recorded version of that song ever. Your face, your brood, and all your old disgrace And then Fitzwilliam stormed your place He sent you to the fern A praise and victory was sure Soon a firebrand hid secure Until he met a Glenmalure With Big McHugh aboard Curse and swear, Lord Kildare Vehicle do what vehicle dare Help Fitzwilliam have a care Falling into Starlow Up with Halibur, down with sword Down we go for play the Lord Big McHugh was given the word Follow me up to Carlow 
That's right, yeah. I remember, I think, uh, yeah, there's a funny story with that. I, I, I wrote in a three, four part. Is it an instrumental breakdown part in the song? It comes, happens twice. Yeah, and yeah. the song was written about three or 400 years ago. Right. <laughs> but I get, a royal, I get a royalty off it because <laughs> I wrote that little part into it. So it's... Like following with the car that was written 400 years ago about a battle that took place, you know, and back you in get, the 16th century. But I get like I'll get my 20 cents out of it. That's yeah, great. <laughs> in a few years, Sorry, 22. Can, in a couple of years, you can buy a Guinness. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so but I want to find out how you got started. I mean, you're a native of Dublin and. Not Ireland, right, not yeah. Virginia. Dublin, Ireland. Yeah, not Dublin. Our Dublin, California. Right. For that matter. <laughs> or Dublin, Ohio. Right. That that's too. But that's the big. Well, that's what the big, the big Irish festival area. Is year. it? So it's actually. Yeah, it's a, it's a good one. <laughs> Dublin, Virginia, not the nicest place. I don't know Dublin, Virginia. I haven't heard of that one. Don't worry don't about know. it. But yeah, yeah, born and raised in Dublin, Ireland. <laughs> Come did over you, here in the late eighties. Did you have uh, music in the family at all? How did you really get started in no, music? No, I'm one of five children. I'm the middle child that came over. Everybody else is back home in Ireland. Oh wow! Uh, married, married with children. I'm the I'm the black sheep. Definitely <laughs> came over here um, with the the singer from the from the Dubs, Keith. Uh, we came over here to basically a year apart, and we had a band. We had a little pop band in Ireland. Oh, okay. And I uh, had dreams set on coming to the States, you know, to, to try and do it. So we came over here to LA and like we were at it for a year or so. Couldn't get, couldn't get a band together. Couldn't, you know, just couldn't get, couldn't get it together. And uh, we ended up, I ended up joining like a like three piece alternative kind of pop, yeah, pop alternative, I say, uh, a little bit of glamish. They still had that 80s glam right. metal stuff yeah. on the Sunset Strip, one of those bands. <laughs> And uh, Keith went off to do an uh, Irish ballads with his another guy called Paul O'Toole, who's one of the original members of the band, okay. also in Dublin also. And yeah, so they we kind of went our separate ways, and then they started getting more and more gigs and paying gigs, which is like... There you go. Way more. Yeah, so that brought my interest, so I came, <laughs> came full circle, came back around. That's where it really started. Did you start off playing bass, or was there another instrument that, that really... Uh, no. I started playing bass. I'm self-taught. Yeah, I'm oh, playing wow. bass. Yeah. Then I taught myself, trying to teach myself guitar now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> playing guitar, use those words very mildly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I get by, put it that way. How's that? You're saying the, the dream was to come to the U.S. Was that just because there, yeah. there wasn't much going on in, in Dublin at the yeah, time? Just, yeah, yeah. Right, right. This is before you two had even broken big, you know, but the, before the Irish scene got got noticed, you know. Yeah, um, yeah we just set our sight on the States. Thought we might have a better chance at that. And here's the, the, the thing that's so ironic. I never played, never really, never really was into Irish music at all. Oh, wow. Uh, growing up, because it was everywhere. It's just like, yeah. So I think we listened to the popular music, you know, from the, whatever was com coming out of, of Britain or coming out of uh, the States. 
That makes so sense. So to, to play Irish music, that was the last thing. You'd ask me, it was the last thing I ever thought of would be playing, <laughs> so, playing Irish music. <laughs> so, well, the, when you got together and formed the Young Dubliners, what changed then? Because mm-hmm. you guys are playing, like you mentioned, you know, some traditional songs with, with a couple little additions to it, but uh, there are, mm-hmm. you know, there's Ice, Carlo, yeah. um, a few others on that first full length. Yeah, it's just, I guess we, there was a market for it here, so we kind of like lent ourselves toward that. Wow. To, I never, like I said, I never played it or tried to write it before. The other guy, I eventually did end up writing quite a bit of the Irish stuff. I love it now. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I love it now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's, we saw, we saw the market for it here. There's a huge Amer- uh, Irish-American population over here, so there was a market for it. Did you form the, the Dubliners? So they actually formed in the u.s was it in la yes in basically in santa monica it was <laughs> it was keith and keith robertson and paula too were that's the original guys you could say and i was always there playing with them but i became a member like like probably a year into them doing it but yes they were formed in santa monica california yes that's crazy you come all the mm-hmm. way to Ir- from ireland to the u.s to form an irish band <laughs> <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> well, there's quite a few people have actually done that. So. So, I think we're probably one of the first, but yeah, <laughs> we were. But there's a lot since. So the band was initially received pretty well. Then, yeah, yeah, took some time, but you know, we got radio play because the first, the first EP that we released, there was a song that Paul wrote called "Last House on the Street," and that was yeah. very toward, uh, geared toward AAA music. Not a, you wouldn't think it was even an Irish band, you know. You wouldn't have known. Well, that's the one thing that I've noticed uh, about the first album. If we're, we'll since I'm, we're gonna go kind of chronologically, it's not just Irish. I mean, it, there's a huge mix of sounds in it. I mean, you've yeah, got there's a big a lot of influences in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, mm-hmm. you've got some of the traditional yeah. songs. Uh, well, we had American players with us too. You remember? So there was, you know, we had half the band were American players, so their influences were thrown in there too. Okay, into the mix. You know, so that's what you got, you know. And you guys got signed by Scotty Brothers for that. Scotty Brothers, yes. Matt, I you put out some really cool stuff back then. Matt. I I like that label. They they had some awesome yeah, stuff. Yeah. I think they had a yeah, yeah. Southside Johnny, or, or did they did? Oh, they did the Eddie and the Cruiser yeah. soundtrack. Yeah, they had a survivor. For yeah, I the tiger. Yes. Oh. Uh, I love they had, it. They had Weird Al. They Weird did. Al, yeah. yeah, I didn't realize. I don't, still, yeah, I don't know if the label has since got up bought by somebody else. You know, yeah. it's got thrown in the mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the good labels get bought up and merged into mm-hmm. everything else. Yeah. So yeah. I went back and I started listening to all the albums because. It had been a while since I'd heard some of the older stuff, and so I decided mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to go back and refresh my memory and all. And I, I hear the band maturing a lot through each album, like Red, the song's never ending. Don't you worry. The question I've got about all this: How did you guys get Bernie Taupin involved in in the song? God, I, can't remember, I can't remember how. Yeah, 
And I'm trying to remember how Bernie Taupin got invited. How it was through our label at the time, Higher Octave. I think the owner of the label knew Bernie was a personal friend. And yeah, Bernie being a lyric writer, of course, uh, we put music. Well, actually, I think it was, I didn't have anything to do with that song. Red, it was called. Pain on your nails smells like kerosene. My father's blisters, we were squeaky clean. And I had already written the lyrics, so Keith put the the music to it. So that's that was the connection. Then we ended up playing his fiftieth birthday party. Oh, really? Yeah, he got us to play <laughs> his fiftieth birthday party in Hollywood years ago. Oh, that's so awesome! That was a connection to Bernie, yeah. Man, it, it, guys, that guy's just amazing. The stuff he's done with Elton John and oh, Young yeah. Dubliners, that's man. Amazing. That's yeah, like, that's yeah. Elton John. Oh, and Young Dublin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a, you know, six degrees of Kevin Bacon right there for well, you. Well, I love, I love, I always say he's got the perfect life. He's got the, he makes just as much money as Elton, but he can walk down the street and nobody bothers him. Exactly. But he's respected, was highly respected within the industry, you know. Oh, yeah. And if, as yeah. well, he should be. So. <laughs> as the band is playing and you're writing, New music. Are you, what's the touring schedule like for the band? I I've got the impression that you were you guys were like always on hideous. the road. Yeah, it was hideous. Really, was a lot of touring. Oh, yeah, man. it was a lot of lost sleep, a lot of traveling, a lot of driving, a lot of flying, a lot of you know, stuck in airports. Oh, getting sleeping in corners wherever you could, you know. <laughs> It was great. Now there's this this obviously good and bad. You hear that all the time, but oh, yeah. it was it was it was fun mostly. Yeah. How did you find the time money to couldn't write? be better? Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, we would come off the road and start writing stuff. You know, like I came in writing later later in the band. You know, and then I had my own stuff. Like hence this album. You know, partially finished and you know but it, yeah i was writing irish stuff with the, with, with the band okay it was um yeah it, they came on the some of them came on the road you know sometimes songs come out of nowhere so yeah when we come off touring is when we concentrate on writing and then get together in rehearsals okay try and pull an album out of that yeah was there a concentrated effort to make it sound irish since the name was the young dubliners and and you guys were kind of touring somewhat of an Irish band? Yeah, yeah, I would say, yeah, there's always, always a, uh, you always keep that theme, yeah. But that's the way we're, you know, we're kind of like Irish rocks, so, you know. Yeah, but not everything it was, was you that. Could stretch it, no. Yeah, it's a great yeah. mix, because you had some of, some of the traditional things, like Unreal. That, I love that song.
incredible, but you also have amazing tracks like I can give you some, I could, I could insert one, so I wrote, yeah. <laughs> but I won't. Uh, <laughs> You've got to say them. Like you real, got your list in front of you there. Real world. <laughs> Hold up science. There you go, yeah. Which ones, which ones did you write? I didn't write any full, full songs with, with the dubs. I wrote partially. Okay. Part, part, uh, partly, should I say, yeah. So, partially, yes. So as, was the writing process <laughs> collaborative with the band, or was everybody just bringing their own parts? Were you guys just working things out in the studio, or was everything... It's collaborative, and, and it was both, actually. Like, okay. I'd go off and write my own parts. I'd write a lot of riff ideas, and then, you know, I'd, I'd never do a full song because the singer always f- found it hard to write what, you know, to sing to what I was writing. Okay. So I'd let, generally leave, leave I could bring in a partial piece, like I'd bring in a chorus or a verse or a riff idea, and then let them take it after, you know, let him roam with it after that. That was the easiest thing I found to oh, do. The band had a lot of guys retire oh, yeah. throughout their history. What the hell, what did you do to them? I'm one. <laughs> <laughs> throughout their history, like, like Breed retire. came out and one of the guys, I read one of the guys retired and then like, it was like after every album or two, somebody in the band was yeah. retiring. What did you, sure. what the hell did you do to these guys? Beat them up. Yeah. <laughs> beat them up on the, yeah, beating up on the road. I think it was just, the road they just had enough of it i think it's pretty grueling yeah, they want to, to get real jobs yeah. they, say. <laughs> they want to get paid once in a while no, they're all doing good too everyone one's an attorney one's yeah, he's got wow. his own studio one another's teaching and uh, one's a school teacher i think all the next members another's a psychologist oh my god so you know it's, it's a it's a mixed match yeah it's a mixed match of, of uh careers that they went on to do yeah it sounds like it jeez but i like i like the way the album <laughs> straight the album seemed oh that's sorry it's no it's only audio yeah i know it's loud <laughs> <laughs> i forget i forget we're not live on tv right now no, no. <laughs> that's my hair that's my hair oh it's beautiful it's beautiful full head of it too just full, about <laughs> irish full head of thick hair just about yeah, yeah just about Oh my gosh, what a De Niro. Jeez. <laughs> There's lots more where they come from. This I, is the music scene, right? <laughs> right yeah. <laughs> I think that every album seemed to get better and better at updating the sound. And yeah. like the Saints and Sinners, it's it's a great album. It's a great song. It's my favorite album. It's my favorite album. It is so good. The song in particular, I love. That's one of my album. favorite Dubliner songs. Did you have yeah. to get permission from Conan O'Brien to use that photo for the cover, though? Because <laughs> yeah, it's an old Irish picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was my 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 favorite album. I think sounding and all of us songwriting together. You know, we got on national. We got on. Jimmy Kimmel for two songs out of that, oh, out of that awesome. album, off that album. Mm-hmm. Remember, what, do you remember which but songs I, they were? Because I do, because I wrote, I co-wrote one of them. So yeah, all Rosie right. was. We played Rosie, and then. Um, it's not all it's cracked up to be.
The second time we appeared was How Are Your Girls, it was called. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah, I know that one. Yeah, Rosie, yeah. I saw a video where you guys are playing that on somebody's balcony. That was pretty All right, the balconies, the balcony gigs. Yeah, people are, there's like 30 or 40 balconies around the world that they do these little acoustic gigs. You're yeah. out on the balcony. I mean, that one was in, I was in Dublin, I think we did that one because oh. we were there touring. So oh, that's I, what we happened to get on that, yeah. I don't know how they fit the all you guys on there. Yeah, scary, I know. You were facing the complete wrong way, too. <laughs> Was I? I probably was. Yeah, you had to turn. You had to turn around and look behind you to see the camera. Yeah, there was no space. There's like probably four or five of us out there on the thing. Plus the, the guy didn't filming. collapse. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. The songs on the so. Well, first of all, you you ended up leaving the Dubliners in what 2019, I think, right? Uh, 2019, yeah. Almost what, two years now. Was yeah. that an amicable thing? You had enough? or yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, I, I had enough, though, but I just yeah. had Yeah, I had uh, 28 years. Wow. It was a long time, as you know. Yeah, from the inception. So, yeah, I was just burnt out, tired. Try something new. Like resting. You know? Uh, no, I didn't <laughs> rest. COVID happened right after. People said, oh, you picked a great time to leave the van. I was like, no, <laughs> didn't, because no one's doing anything. Yeah. You know? Oh, at the time, how did you know ahead of time? Did you have a crystal ball? No, not really. No, I'd look, you know. Luck of the I'd, Irish. Plus, I was supposed to release the uh, the album a year ago. You oh, know? really? Postponed and waited. Yeah. Yeah, it was ready last year. Wow. So I just that. waited, you know, and they, they finally got back kicking again good for them but uh yeah. no i've heard a lot of people ended up delaying the release of their albums because of covid yeah you can't tour behind uh, it so right and i was going to do it again because not every, now with the delta the delta straight now people are not not all places are opening up yeah. and you don't have touring's happening but like do i delay it again i'm talking to my publicist that i hired and they were saying no nah, just do it you should do it people are always looking for music yeah. Can't tour much. <laughs> but especially now, because since everybody delayed their albums, there is stuff coming out in bits and pieces, singles here and there, but no, not very yeah. many full albums. Uh, that's true. That's true. I'm going to release some singles too. Obviously, I'll do both. But uh, yeah. I think after that, I don't know if I'll do a full album again. I'll think I'll just do singles. Oh, wow. Continuously do singles. Yeah. I mean, I'm writing for the, for the next album already, but maybe you have this, yeah, do a bunch of singles and then do an album at the end of it. So. so the songs on this album, how old are they? How long have you been actually writing music? So, wow, there's, there's a couple that are like probably about 12, 13 years old. Oh, wow. But they never, I never finished them. They're never complete, you know. It was like, I'll get around to doing it. So yeah. now the pressure was on me when I did the album to get the finger out, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> <finish> them. <laughs> I polished them off. I made them better, you know. So, yeah. What's, They're always there. Yep. What's the oldest song on the album then? I have to look that myself now. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> cue cards here. Where are my cue cards. Uh, well, I could be smart and say SOS because that's a cover. Oh, that's, that's from the 70s. <laughs> I didn't even think of that one. But Damn. I didn't, well, I didn't that write was, that. That's clever, though. Um, no. I love it. Let me see. I guess it's um, it's track number three, Can't Stop Thinking. Let's go. Cool. Oh, track number okay. three, Can't Stop Thinking. Yeah. Oh, my feelings, they return. 
for a female vocalist I had in mind and uh like I said we only we started never really finished it so yeah brought it back <laughs> that's one of the songs that I love on it that and no return they actually sound a lot to me like uh something one of my favorite songwriters and probably his favorite songwriter too Richard Ashcroft Yeah, I love Richard. Wow. Well, that's wow. That 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 is. Thank you so much. That's a, that's a, wow. I don't wow. <laughs> he's he's now he's. Are you sure about that? Yes. He now Richard wow. Ashcroft is one of my favorite well, kind of songwriters. Most kind of you. And Richard Ashcroft is one of Richard Ashcroft's favorite sing- songwriters too. So. I love the verb. I love him. I had a solo album. I had a solo album. I never got to see him live. I wish. I, I wish I had. I got a chance to see the Verve live one time in '94 at Lollapalooza on the on the second stage. Oh, nice, and nice! Right before, yeah, I bet they were great. Oh, it was, it was awesome. It was right before Northern Soul came out, so it was okay, right between Storm in Heaven and Northern Soul, and it was amazing. That's the whole reason I went to that stupid Lollapalooza was to go see the Verve, just to see them. Yeah, they broken up now. Must have broken up. They, yeah, they, well, depending on the day. <laughs> He went solo, didn't he? Yeah. He went solo. That's what you do, you go solo, right? Yeah. <laughs> the problem is you can't, you know, Richard Ashcroft and Nick McCabe make amazing music together, but they can't be in the same place together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's happens. Terrible. Bittersweet Symphony, that, that, that album, that was in my car. Like, it's one of my favorite, all-time favorite albums. Top, top 10 albums on the Desert Island. You can throw it in there with... Rumors, Fleetwood Mac, like Grace from Jeff Buckley. Oh, you know. you're hitting my favorites, man. <laughs> Led Zeppelin too. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah, so on so forth. You know what I mean? Definitely top ten favorite albums. Like every track is amazing. Well, you mentioned <laughs> the, your cover, yeah. SOS. Yeah, I love it, and I'm not a big ABBA fan, but I might become yeah. one now. I wish I Yeah, and no, I loved him as a kid, you know, growing up. My mom and this was a great, great pop song, you know. Yeah, well, that's what they did. I always loved it. They... I want to do Dancing Queen. <laughs> what a great song. <laughs> I don't know. That'd be amazing. I don't know how that's going to come across, though. I don't know if I can tackle that. Now, this day and age, you might not be able to do that one. Or maybe you can. Well, maybe yeah. this is the time for it. I don't know. No, just to do a completely different version of it. 
kind of like with the what's his name dude but wonderwall um oh what's his name? I can't think of his name right now you come back to me in a second i'll just blurt it out uh, this is like a tourette's podcast <laughs> that's, that's kind of the way i do things around here uh, what's his name it'll come back to me in a minute all right so who's playing on the uh, the new album with you you've got a quite a lot of instrumentation and different sounds who's who's on the album well it's it's mainly myself and uh brian dobbs who co-produced it with me he and then like regards guest players who do we have we had um who do we want to start with? Let's see. We got Let's Rachel see. Grace. Rachel, yeah, Rachel Grace did all the spring parts. I worked with her quite a bit. She's amazing. She's played with tons of people. Yeah, look at that. Foo Fighters, Usher, Annie Lennox. Yeah, she's yeah, That's... yeah, yeah. She's doing all those people. And who else do we have on there? We have two different drummers. Ward Polos is one. He's one of my favorite drummers I play with. And uh, Dave Raven. Oh. Dave Raven was is a very well-known LA musician, session musician. Just yeah. played with everybody. If you look up his resume alone, we did all the drums at his studio. Just had two different drummers. Okay. And okay. it's funny, a little, little trivia thing. He'll kill me for saying Ward, a drummer, Polo started, founded the company, um, Zip Recruiter. I don't know if you have them on your, was one of your ads. No. He started that company. That's, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing. Maybe, they, maybe they'll that's sponsor funny. me now. There you go. I'm going to tag Zip Recruiter <laughs> in, this, in this episode. For all the uh, social media posts. <laughs> <laughs> Who else was on there? They, uh, who else do I have on there? Sorry, I'm Cindy not Wasserman? Cindy Wasserman, yes. She's from a band called Dead Rock West. She's amazing. Her and F Frank, incredible. Yeah. They have a bunch of albums out. Go check those guys out. Yeah, Dead well. Rock West, yeah. She's an amazing voice. Her brother's Rob Wasserman, the bass player. I don't even know Rob Wasserman. Okay, that name is really familiar. I played with the... What do you call it? The Grateful Dead. Oh. Dead. Bob, uh, Bob Weir. Yeah, Rat Dog. That was one of his bands. He's played with everybody. Oh, wow. Ricky Lee Jones. Yeah, he's tons of. Oh man, he's got a few. He's got a few albums out himself. He just passed. Fortunately, about three years ago, I do believe. God rest so, his soul. A couple questions here. What are LC Blues? But yeah, people ask them, "What's LC? What's LC Blues?" <laughs> It's in Laurel Canyon blues. It's Laurel Canyon. It's in the, oh, that's okay. why I wrote. That's why I originally came up with it in Laurel Canyon. Well, hello there, darkness. Is there something you said? Did you lie awake in silence? Thoughts in your head Thoughts in your head The Laurel Canyon, I know. Ah, oh, that's awesome. So that's, yeah, that's what the, the working title was for it years ago when I, you know, 10 years ago, whatever it was, eight years ago when I came up with it and I, it just stuck. So it's got love on your side, obviously. All right, so you've got this awesome song somewhere, The Ode to Shane. Yeah, that is such read the lyrics of it? awesome yeah. <laughs> song. You even sound like Shane. Somewhere slave, my demons stay. 
little bit, but a, but a little bit of it. It's not, I mean, it's like Nancy whiskey right it's there. It's, a bit. So yeah. how did, how did that come about? A little bit, yeah. I, I've always loved the Pogues and I was like, I've always loved McGowan's. You know, obviously he's an amazing writer and a yeah. poet, you know, he's very well respected, but I always wanted to, yeah, to try and write a song like the Pogues, you know never get to do it with the dubs <laughs> not really but you know that was the closest thing i'm like why not make it about them you know yeah <laughs> i think i love it i think it's one of the best songs on the album thank you especially thank since you it much. sounds like shane i think it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah yes. there's a million bands trying to sound like that now nowadays oh gosh yeah nobody but nobody can nope you can't no, you, you can't <laughs> that's a hard one that, oh my gosh I, I saw him <laughs> oh one of my favorite things he did uh Spansel Hill with Christy Moore on some late night show in Ireland. And so oh, late late, probably on the late late show it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. gosh, that's one of my favorite things he's ever done. I don't know if I've heard that. Spansel Hill. I don't know if I've heard that or not. Oh, that version man. of it. I'll uh, have to look. It's on YouTube, I bet. Right? Yeah, I'll send you a link I'll after find this. It's on YouTube. Yeah, you can find anything there. Gotcha. Gotcha. So you're primarily a bassist. With the writing yeah. of the songs, were you mm-hmm. writing it? starting on the bass or was it guitar no this is all done on guitar some uh, lc blues i missed are messing with on a piano believe it or not but no everything i've done on guitar yeah there's nothing nothing on bass where yeah whereas on with the with the dubs i'd write a lot of riffs on the bass and then they transfer them into violin and guitar parts and stuff but no all done on guitar wow that's awesome yeah, <laughs> it's awesome for me. Yeah. It's a big step. It's a big step. So four strings to six strings, I know. Hey, it's not even. That's a 50% uh, the extra. Of, yeah, the amount of piss taken I get, I get for that. You know, you know the six string. You know the six strings on a guitar, don't you? Yes, thanks a lot. Thanks, Alex. Well, get, don't get confused. <laughs> Check ass. <laughs> I have been listening to this album a lot over you know, over the past mm. couple of weeks and I, I yeah. think my favorite track on the whole thing is Take It All Away Time has taken its toll on us Gets into the very heart of us They can't take the love away They can't take the love away They can't take the love away absolutely love that track thank you but i have, I have oh. a question about yeah. sweet talking angel yeah is that based okay. on anybody in particular because it definitely sounds like there's a person behind that song it's not funny that is like no no, <laughs> <laughs> no. wow not, no no it's just it's a kind of like somebody asked me that i get that i asked that a lot of it that sounds like no sure nobody, yeah. no it's not about my girlfriend. Yeah. Because I wrote a new song. About, somebody said, oh, your first album's, somebody was saying, oh, yeah, everyone's first album's about their ex-girlfriends. Right. People that, you know, fucked them over with a heartbreak and all that, which is kind of yeah. fairly, fairly accurate. Yeah. The second album's all about your your girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. You made a song about your girlfriend, which I have, which I'm working on. It's already finished, but it'll go on the second album, so it's not about her. No, there's no one particular person. Okay. In, in, in mind, it's just fall, falling in love kind of a song. That's amazing. I mean, that's about somebody. Yeah. Well, that's just really great songwriting then. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
you have another project that you and I had been talking about a couple of days ago, uh, Bigelow Oaks. Oh yeah, Bigelow Oaks. That's my little yeah. What Texas? How, okay, so how did that get started? Who's who is in who's part of that project? I guess. Well, so my myself and two two Chris's, and one was my my old roommate, and then the other guy, Chris Tony's name, and then he lives in L.A. here, and then the other guy is he's actually from Orange County, originally his name's Chris Dye D Y E, okay, and he had a band called the Dashboard Prophets, and he's down in Lockhart, Texas, now, just outside of Austin. I know those guys, and he yeah, he had a few albums out, yeah. and then we have uh, Tony Scalzo, he's the lead singer and guitar player keyboard player for that band fastball yeah yeah i know him they had a huge hit they had a huge hit called the way yep if it was going the way yeah um, i remember that um, song very so well he's, he's he's played plays records with us he hasn't we haven't, we haven't played live with him yet so it's a side project yeah we did we did a released a single there a couple of months ago it was a, a um, Britney Spears cover called Alien. Oh, the original. The original is not the, with the whole free Britney thing. But yeah, yeah. we should release it. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, the original is not that good. You can I think you can find it on YouTube. But actually, uh, Chris Dye did a nice rendition of it. So we recorded that uh, last year and just released it like probably about three months ago. Okay. So you can get it on Spotify and on iTunes. It's good. Check it out. about was it just a desire to do something with these guys or is it something else yeah well when we jammed together we played together in la for a while then chris dies who does most of the singing he left he left to to move down to uh, lockhart texas so wow so we fly down we fly down there and rehearse and record down there that's awesome excuse to get away right yeah. are you guys <laughs> well, working on some good, some good stuff yeah you working on an album we have an album yeah, we actually have an album's worth of stuff. It's just, we just got to, uh, it just has to be mixed now and mastered and hopefully we'll release it and hopefully by the end of the year. Oh, if not early next year, yeah. That's awesome. Well, I think I think we'll do singles, a bunch of singles before we, we actually do an album. Okay. But yeah, look out for that, yeah. Would there be a touring behind that as well, you think? Uh, I don't depend think on the climate. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think. And it's. I don't think they're for touring. No, <laughs> no, I don't think so. It's, that could be hard. Yeah, we might get some local shows in Texas. Okay. You know the odds. I think we'll do the odd show. Is what we'll do. We'll see how it goes. So are you hoping, yeah. hoping to tour a little bit behind the uh, the solo mm -hmm. album or more? Myself, yes. Yeah, I have a lot to do. Um, you know, my priorities. <laughs> <laughs> I have other priorities. I want to have a real job, make some real money yeah. for a change. But I'd love to. I need to find need to find an agent, an agent, maybe manager. I don't know. Yeah. Like whatever, whatever happens, we'll see what happens when this rolls out, and take it from there. I'm. I have been talking to a few people about gigs, so some small one-off gigs. I'd like to do um, those house party gigs. Like to, there's an agency that does that. So I think they're slowly coming back together now after the it's all the COVID thing, whatever. It's all up in the air at the moment. Yeah, you just have no idea what's going to happen. I mean, no, I've seen, no, I know some bands are touring right now, and some have had their yeah, stuff canceled. Some are. Yeah, 
just yeah, don't I'm know. Just like, I don't know what's going to happen yet. Unf- yeah, but unfortunately, nobody I'm knows. I'm hoping I'd be able to. Maybe next year, hopefully, I'll be able to do some shows. Oh, hopefully, you can get to the East Coast, because I'd, I'd yeah. love to see some, some of these shows. I'd love to. Yeah, I'd love to do it. Well, I can be rehearsing Get Ready, right? The theme. Like yeah. Doing that and then writing for the next album. So we'll, we'll get- see what happens. And like I said, if I get some good response to this, hopefully I'll be uh, I'm looking for uh, look for an agent. Yeah. Anybody out there? Yeah. <laughs> agent. <laughs> 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 but I'm not in any hurry for that. <laughs> well, hopefully we can get you out to the DC area because there's some awesome places to play out in this area. And- oh, wait. Well, now that you mentioned I am doing a gig. You're in, I didn't know you were in DC. I'm just outside. Why did I think you're. I did not. I thought you were in California. I have no idea why I thought that. Okay. Oh, don't I not look like everybody lives in California, Brent? I... <laughs> everybody. Ah, uh, you're on the right coast. I'm on the left coast. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I am playing. Well, I, I'm a photographer too on the side. Yeah. I do photography for a living, and I am playing a gallery on. Oh, what am I doing? September twenty Sunday twenty uh, Sunday September twenty sixth. In the afternoon, I don't have a specific time. It's a free show oh. in Baltimore. It's in Baltimore. Really? Yeah. Oh shit! I will try to be there Sunday, the Sunday the twenty sixth, and the, the name it's Katsia Gallery. It's K A T S E A. It's a free show, and I know it's called Wine, Wine and Whiskey uh, Sundays. So it's the, the giving away booze too. Oh, what more could you want a free show and free booze? I am there. <laughs> be a lot. Li- be a line out the door. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Of alcoholics <laughs> who <laughs> like free things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cheap alcoholics. There's no the, fans. They're the best. <laughs> I'll make any, maybe I'll make a fan yeah. or two. <laughs> and hopefully they remember after the show, though. Yeah. Oh, there was a show? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know Brent. Brent who? Yeah, there you go. Katsia Gallery. Yeah. Doing a meet and, meet and greet on the Saturday for my photography. I've sold there, so on the bunch there. Nice. And then we're going to do an acoustic gig. Myself and Brian are flying out. We just got our tickets the other day. Oh, that is so, awesome. Yes. So, yeah. so how did you get into photography? <laughs> oh, God. An ex-girlfriend years oh. ago from Cincinnati, Ohio. So it's not the, the music isn't for the ex-girlfriend. It's the photography that's about the ex-girlfriend. Uh, she gave me a little point and shoot uh, digital one, the one, the first five megapixel cameras so you can actually see the screen the screen what you were taking pictures of yeah. and it's all downhill from there oh <laughs> well i've looked at your website they've got some amazing stuff you've done some really incredible work oh, thank you thanks well where, where can people follow you and, and find information about the album and about your photography i have yet to put up a website this is the next thing i'm working on but i'm on instagram Bren Holmes Music, so B-R-E-N-H-O-L-M-E-S Music on Instagram. And I'm Bren Holmes on Facebook. That's my music on there. This is Bren Holmes, B-R-E-N, yeah, same thing. And um, um, the other Instagram for my photography is Brendo Picks. So it's B-R-E-N-D-O-P-I-X. Okay. And then BrendoPicks.com is my website where I'm my photography where I sell my photography and prints, et cetera, et cetera. And you've done some pretty amazing stuff. You've, you've got some pretty big clients there. I was looking uh, at a few. 
Everybody, I, I, I highly recommend checking that out because it's really good work. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. And keep me alive. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm going to do my part. Mm-hmm. I, had to keep, I appreciate it. I had to keep my photographers going. Oh, that pint looks so good right now. I actually have, I actually have a pint in the, I drink, I'm a wine drinker, but I have a, I have a pint to get this in my refrigerator, but I somehow got to eat uh, <laughs> before I go to the shoot. <laughs> I'm more of a, I'm more of a bourbon guy. So. Ooh, yes. that's just... <laughs> That'll put some hair on your chest. Oh, that stuff. Buffalo trace. Is actually, the best. The hair will fall off your chest. I see. Maybe <laughs> that, well, I can attest to that one. Thank you so much. This has been a lot of fun. I really do appreciate oh, you spending the time. My with pleasure. You. Thank you very much. Thank you for reaching out to me. I really appreciate it. Oh. You're my you're my first you're my first podcast I've done ever on my own. I don't think I did. Oh. I was trying to think if I did any with the dubs. I might have one years ago or something. But as far as I know, it's the very first one I've ever done. Awesome. So. Oh, I'm honored. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hope we do. We hope we do it again. I'd love or maybe you come on to play a few live songs for you. Maybe oh. we can do something like that. That would be amazing. Maybe for the next for the next one or something yeah something like that no problem um we mentioned um the album is coming out when it's when it, when it drops on september 17th september this year 17th. all right well we yeah did. on itunes and all your itunes spotify and all your favorite streaming sites i think yeah we we covered a lot of ground there right is there anything that we missed that you want to touch on uh no this is the it was just the album information and the name uh, the name of the album is Oh yeah, the name of the album. I didn't get that in there, did I? Neither did I. So I, was, you know, it's called "Everything You uh, Everything You Never Wanted," and that's your photo on the cover, right? Yes, I did take that picture. Yeah, and I've also this one will be coming out a few months after that. Oh wow! You don't have? Can you see that? The acoustic version. Yeah. Oh wow! So that's the entire thing acoustic. Yeah, uh, yeah. We just did acoustic mixes for the album. Yes, it's slightly different. Yep. Oh, that's awesome. That'll be coming. We'll probably follow. Uh, we'll probably. Released uh, just tons and publicist about that three three or four months after the original comes out. So there's different mixes, yeah. Oh, that's awesome! I'm gonna... But acoustic, no drums on them. It's a little bit more Irishy sounding because we use alien pipes and whistle. Yeah, Pat Darcy. That's what I didn't mention. Oh. Pat Darcy is uh, plays the alien pipes. He's from also from Dublin. I'm he glad plays you on, pronounce uh, that. Quite a few. I've never known how to pipes. pronounce that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, alien pipes. Yeah. That's a hard one. I know. I'm the Baron. The Baron is the drum you play, not the Boron. The Baron. Yeah. Uh, see, look at this. He I, plays that too. I look at that, and yeah. these words, and I'm just like, I don't know. I'm not even going to try to pronounce alien pipes because it would have come out yeah, like it's, something. It's, something it's not been, an easy one. I'll, no, I'll give you that. It looks like something out of the female reproductive system. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like an octopus and uh, something else got into a fight, you know. Play the fallopian pipes. Lady Floopy and they are old, yeah. Um, yeah, they, that's all that's all we have, that's all I can, can think of. And I hope you'll be able to come out and see us. I'm gonna do everything we'll I can. We'll probably play for about 45 minutes, 50 minutes. I'm gonna thank my uncle Eric for introducing me to the uh, young Dubliners. So thanks, Eric, <laughs> <laughs> and thank you, Brent. I appreciate it. Cool, we'll talk again. Awesome. Stay, we'll stay in touch. Never find me shelter, comfort or warmth As I feed these long streets For many a year Never giving up hope It soon became clear You came along Right or wrong 
achieve the American dream, the big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship. The studio behind American Scandal comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, the Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.